name is Christina, and thank you for checking in to the Home for Wayward OCs. This is a podcast where a friend and I talk about our original characters, the good, the bad, and the self-inserts. And today, our guest is Josh Nichols! Woo! Hello, everybody! I'm doing jazz hands. Yeah, I, I was this. doing them too. I had the spirit in me. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching Bring It On, uh, me and Latasha, and so I've just got spirit fingers on the brain. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> So if you were like breaking like jazz hands during the recording, I'll just like edit in some like sparkle sound effects or something. Oh yeah, that'd <laughs> be great. That'll make for a pleasant <laughs> audio experience. Yeah, that's what we're about. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, part of the pleasant audio experience, at least on this podcast, is that we talk about original characters. So who are we talking about today, Josh? We are going to talk about my magical girl OC on a little show called Sequinox. I don't know if anybody listening has heard of it. Oh, I, I have never heard of Sequinox before. <laughs> I definitely didn't make a tweet last night and tagged everyone relevant at Netflix to try and get a Sequinox <laughs> show going. <laughs> Man, that would be wild. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk about Hannah today. I'm very excited. Me too. Partially because, like, a uh, deep dark secret here, as much as I love all of Sequinox... Hannah is my favorite. I am sorry, Aww. Jake. I'm sorry, Shannon. I'm sorry, Alan. I'm sorry, Cassidy. Hannah is my favorite. Uh, mine too. I mean, I would hope so. Sorry, everybody. She's a character. <laughs> but yeah, so where do you want to start with Hannah? I don't know. Um, where do you want to start with Hannah? I've never talked about Hannah before outside of like character creation and one thread on Twitter mm-hmm. that I did like so I could pull it up for reference. Nice. <laughs> Um, well, I, I, since I don't know how much of the waiver you've listened to, I do have like a list of questions in case we need them. Okay. Yeah. Hit me with a few. Okay. So, um, for those of you uh, listening to this that maybe haven't listened to Suganox before, you really should. It'll be, it's, we're probably going to be talking about a lot of spoiler stuff, uh, just as a general heads up, but that's as much as you want to talk about, Josh. Um, um I think there's one part of her character that I think is very important to where she is now, that is definitely an Act 1 spoiler. Okay. And a okay. pretty big one, so. Okay. Okay, cool. Now, there's there's a there's a pretty big one in Act 2, too, that we might talk about. <laughs> okay. So, uh, I guess if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to Sequinox, keep that in mind. Uh, but if you're wanting to listen anyway, Josh, how about if you uh, describe kind of the setting for Hannah? Like, what is what was she created for? <clears throat> uh, Hannah was created for... For this game, um, we needed to come up with characters to play a magical girl game. That's an idea we had for a while. The idea for them to be based on seasons was one that I had for a while um, and had tried brainstorming a couple times with Jake and it didn't really catch any footing Mm -hmm. until he pitched it to Shannon and then we got a whole show (laughs) out of it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so we, we got together. Me, Jake, Shannon, Alan, and Cassidy, and we all had to make our characters, pick our seasons. I got, well, I got to choose spring. I didn't get stuck with spring. Spring was my first choice, so (laughs) I got lucky. I think we all pretty much got our first choices. Nice. Yeah. I didn't know that. I I kind of figured that Alan would have been gunning for winter because, you know, Alan, winter, blue, ice. But I I didn't know about everyone else. I had the idea. I was like, spring is like the season of love. And it's like, you know, it's such like a nice, pleasant time. And so I'm just going to make a, a real mean girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, just chef kiss. <laughs> yep. 
So that was my idea the entire time. And uh, we were watching a lot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch at the time. Uh, Which one? The the new one where she's no, like a Satanist or the old No, ones? the <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart one. And okay, I was like, oh, okay. Libby looks like she'd be a fun character to play. And so when Hannah started, she was just Libby. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> just the copy paste of Libby from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay, okay. Um, and then just gradually turned into, I think, something that's very much her own. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I, I haven't... The only time that I've ever personally seen Sabrina the Teenage Witch was probably back when it was still on TV. And I was very young at the time, so I don't remember much of it, aside from the fact that I wanted a Salem. <laughs> because, I mean, come on. Talking cat. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> um, that show gets wild. I think toward the end, when she goes to college, Aunt Zelda gets turned into a candle, I think, at some point. Okay. It goes, it goes off the rails. Okay. I yeah. I don't know enough about it to disprove that fact. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 90% sure that that's true. Okay. Okay. So, I, I know that the... Sailor Moon roleplay system is kind of bonkers. It's so yeah, we we've house ruled a, a bunch of stuff because I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was either your regular attacks will do more damage than your weapon would do, or your weapons will do more damage than your like big magic attack would do. Okay. And we all decided that didn't make any sense, so we changed some of that around. The the actual system is, like, counterintuitive if you've ever played a role-playing game before. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not an expert in the field by any means, but uh, you want to roll low in this one, and I feel like that's very opposite of every other game I've played. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we make it work. I can't imagine this game on any other system at this point, so. Yeah. What are, uh, I know that... Part of I remember from back when uh, you guys did the character creation video that there were just like some random like character requirements that they wanted you to like put down on the character sheet. Yeah, what are some of those. Um, let's see. Hannah's blood type is O, I believe. That was a question it needed to know. Um, okay. So I've I've redone the character sheets since then. I made new ones. I don't know if you can really see it here. Nice. Um, yeah, I and I got rid of a bunch of the fluff. I cut a lot of the fat off of it. Yeah. Um, but it was like, what's her favorite school subject? What's her least favorite school subject? Favorite food? Least favorite food? Favorite color? Um, astrological sign, which is actually appropriate for this game. Um, yeah. But outside of this context, I don't know if that really matters so much. It's just a lot of weird, weird stuff. Yeah. Because it wants to be this weird like high school sim mm-hmm. more than it wants to be a sailor moon game i think more than it wants to deal with the magic girl stuff it wants the the high school stuff which is like so weird because uh real world context here i'm currently reading through sailor moon for the first time ever mostly because of sequinox and shannon but <laughs> in the in the manga it is just it is very more definitely skewed towards the supernatural magical stuff and not the high school romance stuff (laughs) yeah um i've seen a little bit of the americanized anime from the 90s um but not enough to really say i know anything about sailor moon at all yeah um yeah no she has a crush 
on Tuxedo Mask, but doesn't like the boy who actually is Tuxedo Mask. I think that's as far as into the high school drama as I can get. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, go, reading that kind of a thing, or like watching it or whatever as an adult, you're just like, kids! You're all, you're all kids! <laughs> take yeah. one, take several big steps back from the situation and look at it. <laughs> Um, there's some of that in Sequinox too, because Hannah has a crush on the football captain Ethan, uh, who's a big dummy and doesn't get it, but he's also a very good boy. <laughs> he's he is a very good boy, uh, and is the only boy that Hannah has ever had a crush on. Nice. Um, they would be dating if he would just ask her already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait for that to happen. <laughs> At this point, I don't know if it will. <laughs> I think it will. I have faith in you guys. And faith in Shannon. <laughs> so, uh, since we, uh, since obviously, like, you have Hannah that was made, God, what, like a year and a half ago, something like that? It's, yeah, it's been a while. Um, I, I have no idea of when, when it was created. I could go back and check the, like, first episode date, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not going to do that because I don't have the best internet. So <laughs> It's okay. Um, since, obviously, it's been a while since you made Hannah, how has she, like, changed since you, like, started coming up with even, like, the concept for her? Did she go through a lot of, like, revisions to get to where she is now or just kind of... Um, not a lot of revisions so much, so much as, like, a lot of yes ands. Uh, where she started very flat, very just like, this is Libby from Sabrina, and I'll just add to it later, and I've I've just been doing that. Uh, mm-hmm. So everything from, like, her originally being raised by a single dad, but in the first episode of Sequinox, I mentioned a mom, mm-hmm. so I had to retcon that she has a stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the whole backstory of that, which I made up as a reason for why she would call her stepmom just mom, is that when she was still a baby, um, probably less than, probably not even one year old, mm-hmm. um, her mother passed away. Uh, and then her father met her stepmom, Chloe, when she was around three or four um, and remarried. Um, so she's known Chloe her whole life and doesn't really remember her birth mother. And so that leads to like a lot of just why her attitude is what it is, I think. Mm-hmm. A lot of the reason she is so, like, tough and mean is because she was, like, picked on for not having a real mom when she was, like, really little. So she just, like, beat oh. people. She beat people up. <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah, I could see that happening. Yeah, because, I mean, I was a kid once, and kids are monsters, and they will they will tear you down um, uh, yeah. if you let them, and Hannah wasn't about to let them. So. Mm-hmm. Good for her, good for her. <laughs> And eventually when she got to high school, her dad made her join the field hockey team to let some of that aggression out, and she stopped fighting so much. Mm-hmm. So she pulled a Regina George. Yeah. With, um, since you mentioned Libby, and I brought up Regina George, are there any other, like, big, like, inspirations that you've taken with Hannah? Um, not really. I think Libby would really be the biggest one, and even now, I don't feel like she's as mean just straight up mean anymore as she is just like really annoyed all the time yeah (laughs) um because she started off as like insulting 
Mm-hmm. Um, and where she ended up now is just a lot of sighs and eye rolls as, as opposed to uh, tearing down the other girls who now are her friends, whether she likes it or not. <laughs> and secretly oh, yes. she likes it. So. Oh, yeah. No matter how much she denies it in public and in private. Which is just honestly like that's something that I've personally really enjoyed seeing about Hannah through the course of the episode so far is like, hey, like, you know what? Like, you're actually like not hating everyone. You're just very standoffish and you value appearances, which is not a terrible thing. No. No, that was one of my big things with her was I need I need to make her stylish because that I w- I don't want her to just be me like the way Cobalt is where he just wears jeans and a t-shirt all the time. So I have to do a lot of Google searches uh for her outfits. And while we were still in the brainstorming process, um a lot of her original aesthetic um <laughs> actually came from Kim Kardashian gifts. Which okay. when we were wherever we would talk about Hannah, I exclusively would use would use those as reactions, uh, and it's kind of stuck. And I still use mostly just Kim Kardashian gifts for everything now. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so a lot of like what she's wearing will start with a search of Kim Kardashian winter, because uh, that's the <laughs> season we're in right now. <laughs> and yeah. Then I'll I'll look at stuff and I'll be like, well, what's that shirt called? And I'll like Google different shirts for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm very excited to get to some warmer weather because I got some good rompers ready to go. Nice, nice. Do you have a Pinterest board yet? I don't. I did think about, I might still do it because I think about it a lot, um, starting a Twitter account. Yeah. That is that is nothing more than just um, tweets of images of that are like, this is an outfit. <laughs> mm-hmm. The relevant closet for Hannah. Yeah. So I might do that. Hannah's closet. At Hannah's closet. <laughs> I might have to get creative with it. That's probably taken, but I—I I mean, knowing Twitter, probably, but there's got to be something that you can do for that. Oh, I'm sure I could figure it out. That'd be really neat. Like I know, I know Mac does that for Cacophony on Gem Jammer, and it's mm-hmm. like, honestly, like as someone who does art, like whenever like outfits get posted for characters, I'm like, thank you, Lord, and also Jesus. I don't have to worry about <laughs> trying to Google this. <laughs> Because uh, if you're trying to look for things that are uh, just references, it's not always easy. No, I know. <laughs> it's it's really hard to find good scarves, it turns out. You gotta yeah. get really weird and specific with what you're looking for. Okay, as in like specific like patterns or like styles of wearing them? Or, like... St- if you just Google scarf, I don't know. I didn't, I don't think I got a lot. I had to get like... I think I went like stylish scarf, fashion scarf, <laughs> um, light winter scarf, which seems counterproductive. But <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah, a lot of it is just stylish article of clothing, and then yeah. like temperature, stylish cold shirt, stylish warm shirt. <laughs> okay, okay. Or just crop tops. Yeah. Which is team another reason. Top. That's another reason we got to get to the warmer weather. Team sweater weather is getting all the glory right now. <laughs> Oh, it'll happen. I am sure that it will happen. What's your favorite Hannah outfit that uh, that you've had her wear so far? Um, has the second filler episode aired yet? I honestly don't know. Here, it's I can It's the check. one when we go... I think it has. It's the one where the... we go to the carnival. Yeah, the with the haunted house and stuff? Yeah, where she's just a hot mess. 
Yeah, yeah, that one did happen. That's my favorite outfit. Yeah. <laughs> I love that boy buy sweater so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a classic. Um, I have another one. I actually commissioned Shannon to draw a chibi of it um, a while ago. It's it's a yellow and white polka dot romper with like an acid wash, uh, like cut off bust jean jacket. Okay, okay. That's a good look too. Yeah. So yeah, it's a warmer weather look. Can't mm-hmm. wait for springtime. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for prime Hannah season. <laughs> yeah, two or three more story arcs, maybe we'll make it. <laughs> Or maybe one, depending on how the next one pans out and how much of a time skip y'all decide to do. That's true. Since we talked about uh, Hannah's fashion sense, what does she look like physically? Um, She is... Oh, you know, I didn't add their height and weight to this. I believe she's 5'6 or 5'7. Because um, I had to Google what the average height for a 16-year-old girl was. Mm-hmm. Um, She is biracial and she has like really puffy um black hair that she has to like spend about an hour before school each day straightening and taming and getting under control um she Mm -hmm. tends to wear it usually off to one side but she'll either pull it back in a big pony or just like really style it and lay it down sometimes Mm -hmm. depending on how late she wants to be right (laughs) and the way shell drives she could leave a minute before class and i think she'd still make it Oh, gosh, I there there are times when I would absolutely love to be able to drive with the reckless abandon that Shell does. And then there are times when I'm like, you know what? I like not having to deal with the police when I'm driving. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I have to Google a lot, too, is uh, hairstyles. Yeah. Otherwise, I just tell Shannon, I'm like, I don't know, her hair's nice. Yeah. Uh, but if she doesn't straighten it, it gets huge. Mm-hmm. Lots of and body, there, lots there, of volume to it. There may be a, a picture, I think, that Shannon drew where it, where she had it out. Uh, it was like a slumber party or something. It was just a sketch. I feel like there was stuff that got posted during the second arc of the uh, from the John Wick world. The one where the one where she was pregnant and like yeah. had natural hair and stuff. Well, she had it just in a tight bun, I think, in that in that one. She had it just super professional. Okay. I think but I had might, like no, there like might there, yeah, there might have been some some not fighting stuff where it was just like. <laughs> 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 oh gosh! Sometimes I would kill to have volume like that in my hair. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. Nope. I like being able to use one brush and be good. <laughs> I don't know what any of that's like for real. I have to pretend. Because <laughs> uh, I mean, my hair's getting long now. It's probably about halfway down my face, but it's very straight and very flat. So, I mean, I'm sure you probably could get you like some product or something. Just like, just like back brush everything. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to really get some volume. Yeah, I, I'm going to get it cut. I don't like how long it is. I need it out of my face. <laughs> I also need to get a haircut. Thank you for reminding me. I'll have to get that. I'll have to put that in my calendar at some point. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh, gosh. So what are some of your favorite plot points that have happened with Hannah so far? Feel free to go as spoilery or non-spoilery as you want. Hmm. 
trying, I think my favorite one is in the John Wick universe when she first found out she was pregnant. Because uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. that is the only... I don't know if it's the only one, but it's the only one we made a point of saying that it took place in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just remember when she was like, um, how did this happen? How did I let this happen? Oh, no, yeah. oh, no, oh, no. And then in the... <laughs> In the um in the filler episode after that arc, the half of the reason that she is just a hot mess is because she was suddenly pregnant for a day. Yeah. And she was like, put that on top of when she this is a spoiler for arc one, where she was killed in arc one for mm-hmm. a little bit, and she's mm-hmm. she's been through a lot. She was feel she just wasn't feeling oh, like putting yeah. her face on that day. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all have those days, but especially when you are a magicker girl having to deal with with both uh, their own mortality and yep. uh, the possibility of being pregnant over the course of, what was it, like, two months? Three? Yeah. Yeah, it's only, let's see, this started, I think, chronologically in October, and then season, not season, arc two, or act two went through thanksgiving so yeah each arc is like about a month wow yeah <laughs> that's a lot to happen really fast to a 16 year old girl who's who, oh, yes. <laughs> who, who just had her whole life structure flipped upside down mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i was gonna try and make a bel-air parody there but i've never actually seen it so i can't reference <laughs> the theme song <laughs> oh well Feel free to insert your own parody here, listeners. I trust. I, I, I go, go crazy, go buck wild. Rapping is not one of my skills, and never will be. Oh no, no, I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm too white for that. <laughs> Since obviously Sequinox is very player character based, and also because in Sequinox you're playing with people that you've known for years at this point. What are your some what are some of your favorite interactions between the player characters? And like I'll extend this to Caden because he is a player character as well. <laughs> um there that first couple of episodes um when Caden is just the weird boy in the hallway it was <laughs> was very fun to role play because it is definitely not a way I would react to any situation so to like have to be mean to him while inside Mm -hmm. feeling bad about everything i'm saying uh (laughs) was very fun and then that same uh, to that same token i guess to that same um, aspect was um when we all were like oh no we're magical girls we have to like meet up and be friends and stuff and i was just like no (laughs) 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 i'll i'll meet you guys at the diner but i'm not going there with you or because mm-hmm. you want me to. I'm going there because that's where Ethan is going and I want to get some food with him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm determined to have a date with this boy. Yeah, and poor Shannon was like, oh, okay, so you're just going to split the party right away. This is fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry, Shannon. It worked out, I think. It did. It was very funny. Yep. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of more. I have a terrible memory. Um full stop i'm just trying to think of more interactions like that and i can't really recall any off the top of my head there was sid's birthday where i got everybody 
um, lattes and she puts sprinkles in hers. And I think we had a fun little riff off of that for a minute. Yeah. But I can't, re- I can't really remember a lot of specific interactions other than that. It's okay. It is, uh, it is always like, let me, let me, let me reformulate this thought and say it again. Everyone always brings something different to the table, like, um, I, I will call myself out here, and, like, <laughs> in, in every, in almost every role-playing game that I do, I am always the note-taker. I'm always the oh. one who is like, okay, I have to write this down. Uh, none of and, us are that in, <laughs> in our <laughs> games. Because we had uh, Shannon's husband, David, on for our Firefly game. And he was like writing down names and stuff. And we were like, what the heck is this? The professional over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, relatable. <laughs> but yeah, I don't do that. That's okay. The only notes I have are her character sheet, which I don't think has a lot of information on it anymore. Um, and that one Twitter thread that I had to dig up earlier today, I had to do a little bit of deep diving through my Twitter feed. Yeah. Did you want to go through that since you've got that uh, pulled up? We can, if you want. I think I've talked about some of it already. Yeah. If this, this is whatever you want to talk about, Hannah. Well, all right. Let me <laughs> find this. I had to, I liked it, so it should be at the top of my likes. Yeah, it's right here. There you go. Oh, we haven't talked about this. I said Ethan was the only boy she has a crush on, and that is true. Yes. However, she does also have a very secret crush on her homeroom teacher, Ms. Diaz. (laughs) (laughs) She was the predator for Halloween, and boy did Hannah find out some stuff about herself. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Hannah. Sorry, you're attracted to aliens now. (laughs) Yep. There's nothing we can do about that. Oh, we haven't talked about her relationship with Caden's uh, little sister, Jell, yet. Yeah, That's one of my favorite ones on the show, I think. Because he, or she was introduced in an episode in a park. She was playing Sequinox with her friends, and she was Sequinox Spring. And so after that episode, I messaged Shannon, and I was like, I'm babysitting that girl. Like, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna make this a thing. <laughs> uh, so now there's the whole relationship now that she has with Caden, to an extent. Um outside of Grudgingly. Sequinox. Yeah. I mean, they would have had to anyway because of Sequinox, but mm-hmm. um, even outside of that now, they are they have a relationship and uh, with his family as well. Like, yeah. she's on like a first name basis with them. Yeah. And whenever they, whenever they go over to their house, she's always like, oh, hey, you know, I'm here. Always, mm-hmm. I'm always here because I'm babysitting your daughter most of the time. Mm-hmm. And by babysitting, you pretty much mean, like, making sure the house doesn't burn down. Because I feel like Jell yes. is a force of nature. Oh, there was the Halloween episode where we took her trick-or-treating, and uh, Hannah definitely was an instigator <laughs> in getting her to toilet paper and egg houses. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> not, a, not a great role model, but she's a really fun babysitter. <laughs> Priorities. Yeah. I I really enjoy getting to see, like, all the stuff that like Shannon draws, but like, oh hey, it's Caden and Jill like, like bonding, and then oh no, Hannah's there, and Hannah's getting roped into doing the dance routines. <laughs> Those are some of my favorite drawings that she does. Is the three of them, or Jill trying to teach the two of them a K-pop dance routine? Mm-hmm. 
And they're both just like, I should not be having this much trouble with this. <laughs> I'm magical, for God's sakes. Why can't I do this? <laughs> A lot of this is just like just basic character stuff that wouldn't have come up anyway. Cause it's really hard in a show like Sequinox where uh, Shannon is running it, but she still is also playing a main character. And then the four of us also are playing main characters. So it's hard for me to be like, but I want this to happen to Hannah in an episode. Yeah. Uh, Cause we, we can't, I mean, I guess we could do spotlight episodes, but it doesn't really seem fair. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't really want to do that unless that's something we all decide, a direction we all decide to go in. I mean, that could be really interesting, like, take, like, a, take, like, a breather episode or something, or, um, the, like, the, like, the mid, like, the stuff between the, the episodes between, like, the arcs, and, like, hey, like, let's, like, hey, here's, here's a bit in the day of the life of Hannah, and a day in the life of Shell, and, like, like the like the separate yeah. points of view, but like everyone would still like be there. Yeah, I have no idea how this will work roleplay wise. I have, and I would absolutely <laughs> not want to be running it. Yeah, hey, I don't or either. Editing it, but like, uh, yeah. So I, I just use that thread to get a lot of stuff across. Like she really likes Paula Abdul. Her favorite ice cream is coffee, and when she wants to treat herself, she will eat it with chocolate syrup. Um, she's only eaten it with chocolate syrup after she was killed by Scorpio. <laughs> <laughs> okay because life's too short so just have the syrup that's valid um oh she uses the money that caden's parents pay her mm-hmm. to leave generous tips for caden to help him pay the car off oh my god josh and she think <laughs> i don't know if i've ever said that anywhere but in that thread i told i told shannon that too but she thinks she's being like really sneaky about it like every time they leave the diner she's like oh i have to go to the bathroom and then she comes out and she like leaves all of her babysitting money on somebody else's table. But they, everybody knows that she does that. <laughs> <laughs> As someone who is also a sneaky payer, mostly like, oh, hey, my friend gave me a ride. I'm going to pay them by hiding money in a pocket of their car that they don't find for two weeks. <laughs> I relate very strongly to that. <laughs> yeah, I have a very strong headcanon in that uh, Hannah gets to see Caden be a brother and nobody else not even i think our listeners have really gotten to see that um so she's got this like real soft spot for him because he's kind of just a sweetheart when he's just with jail mm-hmm. but is that is part of that also because like she's an only child i think that's she an only child she is an only child and i think okay. that's where the relationship with jail stems from is that she sees her as a little sister? She was she was playing spring in the park, and so Hannah was like, "No, no, you're you're using your whip all wrong. It's all in the wrist." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't ask me how like... I know that. I can't tell you, but <laughs> <laughs> look, Ethan's made me watch a lot of Indiana Jones, <laughs> and Jill's just like, "What?" <laughs> and then Jill goes and beats up her friends because. She's the best Sequinox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In her own mind. I don't mean that. We're a team and we would fall <laughs> apart if we weren't. Oh, yeah. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. Yeah. So since uh, we've kind of talked about Ethan a bit, how did that kind of relationship develop? Obviously, since Shannon is playing Ethan, there's like the GM part involved. but um, The in-universe reason is just uh, because he's hot. 
and like yeah and just like even though she was like a total jerk to everybody all the time he like saw through that and so i think that really struck with her and so she's like can't be mean to him because he knows she's kind of faking it mm-hmm. um the behind the scenes reason is because she when we were brainstorming our characters and she was talking about some of the npcs she said i'm gonna use ethan from our dead teenager game i think is one of them and then <laughs> i think my first reaction was i'm gonna kiss that boy <laughs> 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 oh man so uh, we just that, had we had to make it work from there <laughs> that is just so classic <laughs> oh gosh fictional relationships have been founded on less i think so So you know what good on you yeah it's also just like really cute especially because ethan kind of like is more aware now <laughs> he's getting there he's coming around <laughs> He's breaking out of the just golden retriever in human body and becoming more aware of his surroundings, shall we say. Yeah. And I think a lot of it also is that he also has some like parent issues that he's working through, kind of in the opposite way. Mm -hmm. Like a much opposite way. I don't want to talk too much about Shannon's character, but um, (laughs) he also only has one active parent. So. So there's just that common ground in the fact that he's too oblivious, I guess, to realize that Hannah was probably initially being very mean to him. And he and he was just like, ah, quit fooling. And then she was like, oh no, I'm in love. <laughs> was this like a middle school crush turned actual like serious love interest or just like recent development if you've given thought to that i I think they've probably been hanging out since middle school okay okay. yeah nice since definitely since before uh the the ethan caden incident mm-hmm. which would have been what like their freshman year or something i think that was freshman year yeah and i think she probably she would have been there for him during that and like a hey you know you let you let your emotions get out of control i'm not gonna hate you for it like some of these other people are going to yeah because you don't hate me when I do that. So why would I hate you when you do that? <laughs> oh, 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 Josh, that's just too good. Ugh. Like, I am someone who works in a job where I don't necessarily interact with, like, teens and middle schoolers on a regular basis. But I see a lot of stuff that, like, they do and they put out and stuff. But, like, as much as we give, like teens and middle schoolers like a bad rap for just being absolute idiots sometimes they also can be really good at stuff sometimes too and adults also can be idiots sometimes no (laughs) (laughs) i don't think i can think of a single example i i definitely could but i'm like (laughs) this is a this is a positive podcast we're gonna keep it positive (laughs) I mean, I definitely could. Um, Did I already ask what are some of your favorite plot points that have happened to Hannah? Yes. Okay. I don't know if we dived into it a lot, though. Okay. Because I think think one of the things that really kind of transformed her away from being a mean girl and kind of accepting, like, friends are okay. And not, (laughs) and not, friends, not followers are okay. Mm -hmm. 
because uh, her old group of friends are definitely just like she was the HBIC and they were like, I'm not I don't want to be attacked by her. So I'm going to uh, yell behind her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think being killed by Scorpio really kind of like set her in a different direction after that i totally wanted her to be different and i think that's where she started to become just more exasperated and less yeah. and less mean-spirited mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you you mentioning friends not followers has now gotten me wondering what would their social media accounts look like <laughs> like would would Shell have more followers than Hannah, despite putting in absolutely zero effort on social media? Um, like Hannah would have like like please please like please correct me if I'm wrong here. Like would Hannah have like the super curated Instagram that like everything is like immaculately framed, and then Shell's like, oh yeah, this ice cream cone. Yeah, Hannah Hannah loves a f- a good filter. Uh, <laughs> there's no pictures of her online with that where she doesn't look how she wants to unless somebody got her in the background at the carnival that day <laughs> but you can't prove that's her she had really big sunglasses on <laughs> oh my god uh yeah so she definitely has her dms closed mm-hmm. um, because she is a young woman on the internet yeah uh probably posts a lot of selfies Maybe a music video from time to time. Whatever dance routine she's in the process of being taught by Jill. Yeah. And then she just threatens Caden a lot. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> that is just that is just so good. And every picture that Ethan posts, she just replies with the kissy face emoji and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Hannah's social media looks like. <laughs> And Ethan's always like, thanks! <laughs> and everyone's just like screenshotting it like, Hannah! Hannah! <laughs> Why couldn't you have picked a smarter boy to fall in love with? <laughs> That's just so good. No one else is worth her time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, How do you see yourself in Hannah? I don't. That was kind of the point when I made Hannah, was to make a character that completely broke me out of my comfort zone. Because mm-hmm. um, I feel like every character I played till that point was me in some way. Cobalt literally was designed to be a cartoon character version of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Flint was supposed to be a tough guy, but had a bad first episode, so he ended up being kind of a dummy, also like <laughs> me. Um... And then I've, I've played a couple, like, naive children, which also was me. Um, and so I was like, I just, I need, I want to play something that I've never played before that mm-hmm. does not play to any of my real life strengths. And out of that, yeah. I got Hannah. Ah. So, I don't see a yeah. lot of myself in Hannah. Mm-hmm. It is, like, deliberately playing against stereotype is something that's, like, really fun to do with like tabletop games because like like i know i've had a couple of games where i've been like like usually my 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 player type is like the let's just like the the nice person who tries to protect people and take care of people and stuff and it's like 
I've also played a mean, like, just like, uh, just like a mean girl, and I've played just like an absolute, like, brute strength smasher, and it's, it's really fun to, like, yeah. like you said, like, break yourself out of that, like, that stereotype, that comfort zone. Yeah, because in, I mean, Flint kind of breaks it a little bit in that he's, like, a strong, tanky dude, where usually in, like, video games and stuff, we're given the option, I, I tend to go for, like, the stealthier, quicker characters, mm-hmm. And I just wanted, I just wanted Flint to hit stuff hard. Yeah. That was like the whole point of him. Um, and Hannah also hits stuff hard. That's all, that's part of the point of her. I gave her three levels in massive damage, so she just does like a lot. Um, and when then, she hits, because. When she hits. Rolling, rolling for, rolling for <laughs> ones is weird with dice. Yeah. Uh, and then Jake and I got into a, into a who's got the better body contest and Shannon wouldn't let us go higher than nine. Because if your body stat hits 10, I I think you're like a god at that point. Yeah. Uh, we're just, we're still teenagers, so we can't have god bodies yet, I guess. Keyword there is yet. <laughs> um, so yeah, she's like, she's sturdy and strong. Um, and also has this like really tough exterior. She's a little, she's a little mushy. She's got a mushy center. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't show anybody that. Yeah. Well, almost nobody. Yeah. And definitely not any of her like any of her fellow magical girls. No, Telly knows, <laughs> and maybe maybe Chloe knows. Maybe her dad, but probably not as much as Chloe does. Mm-hmm. I I just I also really appreciate like getting to see like oh hey this character comes from a non traditional family like like hey family is dad and stepmom and Hannah as yeah. opposed to you know like oh hey it's Superman he's got Ma and Pa Kent. And Bruce Wayne had Martha and Jonathan, whoever the whoever his dad is named before they got killed. I don't know his dad's name. <laughs> Tom, I think it's Thomas. I think it's Thomas Wayne. Why do I know that? I don't need to know that. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> my superhero knowledge aside. <laughs> it's not relevant to this episode. <laughs> I mean, a little bit. We're kind of superheroes. Oh yeah, definitely more magical girl than superhero, but still a superhero. Yeah, magical girls are superheroes, right? Oh yeah, like... they, they they definitely are. I'm like, I'm thinking here of the comparison between like the traditional like magical girl, right? And as, like... a, as opposed to the spandex and cape. Yeah, superhero. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like just the completely different like methods of execution and also like a lot of like the narrative the narrative tropes that get applied to superhero versus magical girl. Yeah, whereas I think like a superhero is more a good versus evil story whereas everything I know about magical girls which a lot of that knowledge just comes from Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, is there's a good versus evil there, of course, but it's I think it's more about friendship and teamwork and solving mm-hmm. problems together, which oh, is yeah. which is I think an actual message to to teach kids and not so much a punch mm-hmm. bad guys in the face lesson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sometimes you do need to punch the bad guys in the face, but also yes, the in general the friendship uh, the friendship and helpfulness and teamwork stuff is very important. Yeah. Um, 
Has Hannah made it into anything else that you have done or like cameos and other stuff? She is not. Um, she is, for all intents and purposes, a Sequinox exclusive uh, for now. I have, I, I just think of like Santa hides, Santa? I just think of like Hannah side stories a lot where I think, I think when Sequinox becomes the pop culture phenomenon that I know it can be. Yes. And every character gets their own comic book. The Hannah comic book is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to share about that? It's just like the regular day to day. It's more of the, the high school drama and less of the superhero stuff. I just mm-hmm. think that would be a lot of fun to see. Um, I don't have any specific ideas other than just like, I don't know. What's a typical day of like interactions between her and Ethan? Like, how does she deal now that she's like a, heavy air quotes friendlier person how does she deal with the typical uh, high school student mm-hmm. as opposed to uh tearing their self-esteem apart yeah does she say hi to people in the hallway now <laughs> <laughs> probably not but i bet she also doesn't stuff them in lockers anymore mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that would be really neat to see or just like some backstory, like I don't know. I just I haven't thought about it a lot, but I would really like to see something dive into the the mean girl pre sequinox Hannah, mm-hmm. where she's like the villain in a high school teenage teenager movie. Yeah. That, oh gosh, that would be really interesting because like I don't think I've ever heard or seen a like like a high school narrative that featured the that featured like the the mean girl as like the main character yeah because like i mean even in like mean girls it's someone infiltrating the mean girls from the outside right and villains are hot right now mm-hmm. every every villain's getting their own movie so <laughs> yep and yeah. Hannah's not a villain. She just used to be. Yes. It's an origin story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a former villain. Leading right up to the morning where she walks out and Telly's eating her flowers. Oh, God. That'd be a fun place to, like, That's the last the comic book or the series or whatever. That's the last scene. <laughs> nice. Oh, gosh. Dang it. Now I'm going to be thinking about this tomorrow while I'm at work. Thanks, Josh. <laughs> You're welcome. No, I do appreciate it. It'll keep it'll keep my brain busy. <laughs> when I'm sitting there and rereading the same PDF however many times. Oof. Okay. Uh unless you have anything else that you want to talk about with Hannah, we can go into the final question. Sure. Um okay. yeah, I don't think I have anything else. That's pretty yeah, that's pretty much all of her her character stuff, I think. Okay. Everything I have anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, in that case then, uh your final question is, why do you love her so much? Because she's just such a good kid and she doesn't want anyone to know. <laughs> <laughs> and she's just, she's so much fun to play. She's easily my favorite character that I've made um that I get to role play, um, mm-hmm. by a mile. Yeah. Um, and it's, 
I think the fact that she is a reformed mean girl and still kind of snooty um, and just like annoyed all the time really makes like these meaningful relationships that she has pack a little more of a punch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just I really like that. Yeah. That, that's very valid because <laughs> she is a good character. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I picked a winner and not a big tough guy who gets smashed by a waiter in the first episode of the stupid show. <laughs> Flint! Oh, but Flint also has his good points. He does. Um, his character is just Flint eat, Flint smash. Uh, <laughs> so. But there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that would have been a much shorter episode, I think, if I talked about him. <laughs> Oh gosh, that is that is completely fine. Next time we can talk about Flint. <laughs> All right, I'll try. To... Well, he has a backstory, but this isn't the time or the place. No, that's for the next episode. Yeah. Well, the next the next time that you come on the show, if you want to come on, not the next chronological episode. Right. Because <laughs> that'd be wild. Yeah. Okay, I need to get myself out of thinking about scheduling now, because if I do that, I'm just going to descend into my, <laughs> could, into my Microsoft could, Word document. I could see you short-circuiting. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Josh, for coming on the show. Yeah, thank I you for really having me. I enjoyed having you here. It was a lot of fun being here and getting to spill the beans about Hannah in a more public forum. Mm-hmm. It is It is always good to hear about the cast and the crew of Sequinox, because it's just... Hey Netflix, why haven't you why haven't you hired everyone yet so we can make you lots of money with Sequinox? Yes, please. Think think of the merch. If you Netflix, if you do not pick up the show, I have to get a real job. Why don't do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. So, where would you like to be found on the internet, Josh? Um... Do you have anything you want to promote? Yeah, I'll promote some of my other podcasts. I do the Morphin Grid with Jake. That's at Morphin Grid on Twitter. I do Pokemon World Tour and Pokemon World Tour United with Jake. And Alan is on United as well. That's at PWT Podcast. I do the Cool Kids Table, which is where you can listen to Sequinox and a whole bunch of other shows. That's at CKT Cast. And I personally am on Twitter at LL Cool Runnings. Mm-hmm. And you guys also have the Patreon, right? And we have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash Josh is where you can get to me and Jake for the Pokemon and Power Ranger stuff and patreon.com slash the cool kids table is where you can kind of it's just like a tip jar right now we don't have a lot of stuff up on there uh, but that's where you can donate a little bit if you want to the group of us and not just me and Jake yeah the home for Edward OCs is a part of the corner podcast network it can be found on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Google Play or Google Podcasts, Pippa and Stitcher and wherever else you can listen to podcasts our theme song is Violet by Ponytoon Bear, courtesy of the Free Music Archives. New episodes come out on the second and fourth Mondays of the month. If you would like to get in touch with us, we can be found on Twitter at WaywardOCPod or through the WaywardOCPod hashtag. And you can also email us at WaywardOCPod at gmail.com. And the, uh, currently I am not actively accepting submissions for new guests to be on the show. If you or someone you know is interested in being on the show, you are more than welcome to email me or send the Wayward Twitter a direct message. However, I cannot promise anything. Uh, things are picking up for me back at work, and so I'm trying to schedule out as 
early as I can in general. However, uh, submissions are always open if you have any podcasts that you would like to promote, especially if you already have a pre-recorded like promotional ad that I can feature at the end of the episodes. Um, and of course, because this is a podcast, it is always incredibly helpful if you rate and review us on your listening platform of choice, especially if it's iTunes, because I've been sitting at nine iTunes ratings for the last, like, two months, and I'd love to see that reach at even ten. <laughs> well, now that I've been on here, I have to rate it five stars, so. <laughs> I hope you know that you are absolutely not required to do that. <laughs> not for you, but for me. There you I go. don't go on anything less than a five-star podcast. <laughs> well, I'm honored. This the, is only the, the second... Current, the current rating is five stars. It's just, <laughs> I've only gotten nine ratings. Uh, this, yeah, this is the only second... This is only the second podcast I've ever guested on. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did Jake called that. me the golden goose of podcast guests once. So. Yeah, he has, he, has, uh, he has referred to you by that moniker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so please rate and subscribe us on your listening platform of choice because it helps us to find a wider audience and to brighten more people's days. So thank you all for listening. This has been the Home for Wood OCs, and we hope you enjoyed your stay. it again oh my god sucks oh, no. fingers. okay i'm back I, that's twitter I, my palm bumped one of the buttons on the bottom and everything just went hell west and crooked okay of course it did because twitter it's a trash fire <laughs> hey everyone we're vigilant emily from power up everything nintendo and beyond that we are we're peeking in on your very good podcast to talk to you about our very good podcast it's it, like I said, it's called Power Up Everything Nintendo and Beyond. We talk about Nintendo, and we don't, we don't, we don't fear going beyond. <laughs> that's certainly true. That's that's all you get. That's all you need to know. No, we're we're just two friends who uh, like video games enough to make a podcast about it. That's pretty simple. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, we're everywhere. You can't you can't avoid us no matter how much you try. We will be there. Omnipresent, really. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Thank you.